This is DWZ Podcast here with J-Rod, the lead at WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here. So, uh, welcome back, listeners. I'm sorry I couldn't put a, anything new yesterday since it was January 4th. I was reviewing, uh, of course, Wrestle Kingdom 17th, which, of course... Um, I'm not going to be going through a whole lot on that since I already put everything on the... But there is one topic we will be talking regarding of that one, and you guys can guess. So right now, let's talk about a very interesting topics here that we definitely, definitely going to be talking about. The first one is the return of Mina Shirakawa. As you know, she came back at uh, December 29th for Dreams Queensdom, where she teams up with Unagi. As you guys know, they're known as Pink Kabuki. But however, something has happened. She showed up where showed up with two interesting women. Now, one of them I recognized, and that one was, of course, Zaya Brookside. Now, if you guys know this, her father is Robbie Brookside, who is a well-known, established wrestler, but also uh, a trainer as well. Uh, last gig that I remembered from Zaya Brookside, she was working at, in NXT UK. But since we know it got dismantled uh, last year because of certain things, that was the, the purpose of it. Uh, but there was another girl I did not know who it was until later. Now let's talk about the match itself. Their opponents is none other than Tekla and my Sakurai from DDM. As you know, they dealt with them in the past many times over. However, Mina Shirakawa does have some bit of history with Tekla since they faced off each other for the CWA belt. Uh, this one became more like, okay, Tekla wants to ruin her comeback, but it did not waver her. She put her in the glamorous driver Mina, and that was it. But this is where things got a little awkward, but also like, what the hell? As soon as the match was over, she called out Unagi, telling her where was she? Why did she leave and all this? You can tell that Unagi didn't want to say anything or something. She tried to extend her hand to Mina, but of course she attacked her. And this is where she tells her that Pink Kabuki is over. And of course she introduced her new friends, uh... Zaya Brookside and Mariah May. Now, Mariah May, if you guys aren't familiarized with her, you may have seen her in Ref Pro and Progress Wrestling. So this is her first time being in stardom, and that was pretty much it. So the idea what's going on is that it's now been foretold afterwards that they're called themselves as Club Venus, a somewhat of a unit. But this is where a lot of people get a little, got a little confused about what was going on. People speculated <coughs> that Mina Shirakawa betrayed the Cosmic Angels. No, no, no. What happened is Mina is done with Unagi. She is done with her. She's completely ha unhappy with her when she took off. It's kind of like when a boyfriend leaves her girl, his girlfriend without saying a word, without saying goodbye, without leaving a note or anything. That's what Unagi was. She was that girlfriend who just, that boyfriend that just disappeared out of nowhere. No one knows where she went, and that sort of thing. So she felt now that Unagi's Gian period does not work with her. As you know, they felt like they're walking two different paths. So that pretty much it. But she, Unagi does believe that one day they will reunite, but Mina seems like she's not, how do I say, convinced that's ever going to happen. But this is where things now got interesting. Mina actually confirmed she is still with the Cosmic Angels. So basically, she her status is still the same. 
But Zaya Brookside and Mariah May are not club are not part of Cosmic Angels. That's been established from day one. So that's the confusion. Now people are saying, why is this happening? Why? Why is that? Look, we got to look at a different perspective. Some people are saying Cosmic Angels are being treated badly after this. I mean, look, Tam Nakano is dealing with the whole thing with Waka, and recently they lost a guy. She and Natsupoi just lost the tag titles to 7-Up, Nanane Takahashi and you, and all this and that. But it's still unclear what Tam thinks of it. She hasn't, how do I say, brought this up to a subject. So that's always been clear from day one with the whole thing. Now, how did Club Venus did on day one in the Triangle Derby, the newest tournament that just started back on the 3rd of January? They did pretty well. Their opponents at Zlalipop, consistent of, of course, Waka, who is still a current member of Cosmic Angels, but she only has till the end of March to pick up a win, where she teams up with her friends from Colors, Rina Makura and Yuko Sakurai. I have to say, Waka took a lot of uh, uh, roundhouse kicks right to the chest by Mina. But it was Zaya Brookside who picked up the win onto Waka. However, Mina said something to Waka. I don't know what it was. But in the post-match comments, she called her out saying, you know, she understands what she's going through. Now, keep in mind, Mina has always been declared by many fans in the past that she was the weakest link in Cosmic Angels. But the doubters have changed their mind last year after she had a stellar performance at the five-star Grand Prix. Not only she pinned Momo, she pinned uh, Sayakami Tani, Ami Sodi. She took the best matches during that time. People would have said she could have ended the year winning the white belt, but it did not. It put her down. But she understands Waka's frustration. She understands that she's the weakest link in the Cosmic Angels. So she's going to help her out by uh, initiating a, a rigorous training. Now, people say Tam doesn't care about Waka. Look, she does care about her, but the problem is she doesn't know how to help her to get to pick up that win. Keep in mind, Tam is, has a different way of being who she is, how to tra train people. But Mina, on the other hand, is not afraid of doing that. Uh, if, but here's the funny part. Uh, Waka is now the official translator for both uh, Mariah May and Zaya Brookside. So basically, whatever people are saying to her, them in Spanish, uh, I mean, speaking to them in Japanese, Waka would translate, and then Waka would translate what they're saying in English in Japanese. So that kind of sets the whole thing. So I'm very excited what's going to happen. So we're just going to wait and see how things are going to turn out. Now, we all saw what happened in Wrestle Kingdom 17. We saw the appearance <coughs> of Mercedes Monet, formerly known as Sasha Banks. Now, let's get things one straight, people, with this whole thing. I know you WWE loyalists are not happy. I get it. You're pissed. You're crying like little girls saying, why does she have to go to there? She's a WWE girl. Look, guys, let's just be frank about everything. There were certain things she did not like what was going on in WWE. Keep in mind, she felt that WWE have been disrespecting the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. And I get it. You want to stand up for what you believe in. Now, if WWE are not willing to understand that, then it's like saying, fuck you. I don't give, you guys are fucking idiots. And I don't blame them. 
But for her to make the choice to leave, you got to think, look, guys, she tried to come back. The deal didn't go through because the fact is this. She wanted the same kind of salary as Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. What Did they gave her that? No. Their opinion, the opinion is they don't believe that Sasha Banks could lead the, the company in the next five years. I'm like, oh, my God. Same old bullshit again. You're deciding who should be at the top, not giving other people a chance. That's another problem. Enough to try to believe what you think. People thought the same thing about Dolph Ziggler. People thought, the WWE uh, officials thought, there is no way Dolph Ziggler is going to be a, a champion. And he was. They thought it was a bad idea, but fans loved it. That's how it works. But since they can't do that, well, they screwed themselves. Look, WWE fans, listen to me. This is not the promote a New Japan's fault. They took an opportunity and they ran with it. WWE blew their opportunity by not giving her what she wants. If you guys went on strike and said, give Sasha Banks what she wants, do it. Build a petition. If you if WWE still doesn't want to do that, that's their fault. They ruined an opportunity and now they blew it. So they screw themselves. Now, got that out of the way. Let's talk about what happened in Wrestle Kingdom 17. As you know, we had the first ever, first defense of the IWGP Women's Championship. Kyrie Sane faced off Tam Nakano, but she defeated her when she applied the insane elbow. Now, the rumors were speculating that she was going to show up at Wrestle Kingdom, and dun, 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 it happened. So she showed up, and then she kind of botched. The attack, uh, I, I felt, okay, look, the entrance was great. The promo was great, but the attack was botched. But it does make clear, okay, she's challenging for the IWGP Women's Championship. So that was clear. That was a part of a theory that I thought of myself. Maybe that's the point. She's going to challenge her for that belt. So it came clear, and I'm sure many fans thought the same thing too. But, however, she spoke more about what's going to happen. She even talked about who will be opponents, a dream opponents that she would like to face in Japan, other than stardom. She said right now she has her eyes on Miyu Yamashita, so that means she might have to make a, a beeline to uh, Tokyo Shi Pro Wrestling. And then, of course, there's Azumi, but she calls it AZM. It's like uh, someone needs to help her out on that. It's Azumi. Her real name is Azumi with A-Z-I-M-U. So, basically, I hope she gets it right. So, there's that. But now there's basically people are saying, wait, a, that, as you know, if you got, since this is J January 5th, we saw what happened in <coughs> in AEW, where we saw Soraya pick Tony Storm to be her partner. But fans were, like, speculating it was going to be Mercedes uh, Monet. And um, I don't know. Look, guys, I don't want to, I don't know. We just got to wait and see what happens. I just feel like just, that's too much to handle but let's keep moving forward on the topics at hand our next one is as you know julia is the new world of stardom champion the red belt there's many opponents she says she would like to face like for example she talked about mayu iwatani uh she always ends up with her being a tie being a draw you see you look at julia she feels like she wants mayu iwatani's throne like she felt Mayu is no longer the icon. She's going to take over that spot. 
But Mayu is not the kind of person who's just going to give it up easily. She'll put her heart into it. And then there's Utami Hayashida, who she never had a, a singles match before. So it would be a perfect opportunity. And of course, there's her long-standing rival, Tam Nakano, who had amazing matches with her in rivalries, not to mention for the white belt and, of course, the five-star Grand Prix. But I do believe that hopefully one day Tam dethrones her somehow. I just have that feeling that Tam will win the red belt by the end of this year. I have that distinct feeling because... Many fans believe she deserves it more. And I feel yes. But we'll get to that some of the time. But another interesting curveball is, of course, Sukasa uh, Fujimoto from Ice Ribbon. Now, if you guys remember clearly, um, Julia originated came from Ice Ribbon, but she left under a controversy violating her contract with them. Uh, but now that she's the World of Stardom champion, she would like to have her be her challenger, but right now at the moment, uh, Sukasa Fujimoto is currently on maternity leave, so uh, if you guys didn't know this, um, she made an indefinite, uh, back in May, she said she was going to on a definite hiatus from uh, in-ring wrestling starting after May, uh, it turns out, like after May 4th, it turns out she got pregnant, and I didn't know, so congratulations, Fujimoto. And you can see her belly. There is a picture on Twitter with Fujimoto with Hikaru Shida. You can see her belly there. So she's going to be out for a while. Uh, we'll see what happens. But there are people who are, are calling out one match they want to see where Julia faces her for face it, put her title on the line. And that is also another Ice Ribbon alumni. But now she's a, a freelancer. And we're talking about the Ice Queen herself, Maya Yuhiki. Now... Why her in particular? Now, this is what happened. If you guys weren't paying attention clearly, back a while back in November when they introduced the Triangle Derby, one of the most new, uh, the, uh, one of the factions they brought in involved in the Triangle Derby is a group known as Rebel X Enemy, consisting of four people: uh, Bayu Hiki, Ram Kaicho, Michael Zaki, and Rina Yamashita. Now, the only th three that showed up for Triangle Derby is Mayuhiki, Ram Kaicho, and Maya Ozaki. While they were giving the little speech, uh, Julia call, calls out Maya saying, what, do you got, what are you doing here? And she says she got an offer. It feels like Julia felt like, this is my company, you're invading my turf. So she demanded for a match, uh, the, for the opening match be her that team versus her team. And uh, frankly, she lost. But another of uh, revealment turned out came from my Sakurai who's teaming with Julia. Uh, my Sakurai trained under her, and she's saying that she's a thing of the past now. Julia's her teacher, but I feel like she did not learn shit because my Hiki put her in a very interesting submission and tap her out. But you can tell by Julia's face, she is like, "Get out of my fucking house, bitch! This is where I come from. Get out!" But my Hiki's like. I don't give a shit if it's your house. We're here to destroy the competition. That's what Julia doesn't get. They were invited by whoever it was. I don't know if it was Rossi Ogawa or the stardom officials or Bushi Road. As long as they're paying the money, they'll allow them to be there. What is Julia going to do? Nothing. Just because you're the world of stardom champion doesn't make you don't decide who should come to start. But however... We but the real reason about what was the history between them, it turns out that Julia has some sort of beef with her because 
She has lost to Maihiki when she was the Ice Infinity Champion three times to her. And she felt that she was saying um, shit behind her back. Now, we don't know for sure if that's 100% true. We haven't heard the side from Mayuhiki yet. I mean, we already heard from Julia. But what is Mayuhiki? <coughs> but right now, one of her opponents that Julia's going to be facing is going to be her old pal, who used to be like a sister to her, Zuzuzuki. Now, you know for a fact, Julia is not compelled to do it, but she has to. The fact is, you're the champion, Julia. You got to put your title on the line against whoever challenged you. If you can't do it, then that proves you're not the champion. But Zuzu and Julia had an amazing match in the in the finals of their of their block at the five star Grand Prix, but it ended in a draw. So that's going to be a killer match when it comes in. So can't wait to see it. Moving on, we got a big surprise that took place at the end of last year. Dragon Lee and his brother Dralistico defeated FTR to win the Triple A World Tag Team Titles. We all could have been happier because I felt like the writing was on the wall for FTR, but it would make sense. But this is the interesting development that happened during the post-match. Dragon Lee announced that he has signed with WWE. It turns out that WWE had an interest in, Dr in Dragon Lee when he made his appearance in AEW. They weren't sure if he was under contract by them. No, he wasn't under contract with any other promotion. But... It was interesting that that happened. <coughs> so, the one thing I am worried about, I just hope these fucking weasels in WWE do not have him take off his mask. That's the last thing I want. Look, they did that with Humberto Carrillo. He had a mask. My, uh, an old, a, a wrestler who I know, her name is Chrissy Jane, said they had to tell him to take off his mask. And she predicted they're going to have him take off his mask. They better not do that because it's going to be disrespectful in my opinion. So we'll see what happens. So he will, is going to report in either by the end of this month or early February. But what is the fate of the AAA World Tag Team titles? Well, we don't know yet. We don't know what the AAA officials are going to do, what they're going to say. That is still the unanswered question that we haven't heard yet. But I will stick to this like, uh, like a cop on a donut. <laughs> cop on a donut. <laughs> I just amazed myself. <laughs> now... Anyways, more information coming about Mandy Rose. Now, this is something that I was not, I was kind of like, what the fudge? If you guys remember why she got fired, she was doing this inclusive, exclusive content on fan time. Now, she was warned time and time again to take it off, but it was already been decided that they were going to strip her of the title and she's going to be fired. So, uh, this is where it gets interesting. Uh, it was reported that, by fan time, that, uh, Mandy Rose made a million dollars in a month in fan time. I was like, whoa, holy shit. But there were photos that came around about that, saying that they spotted her where fiancé, you know, that snitch, uh, Tino, who... Uh, went to uh, AEW, she shows up on a Rolls Royce. But, but Booker T said this. 
he said that she could have made more money. She was making more money in a WWE. I'm like, okay, I have that hard time to believe because I hear that people make more money outside of that. I mean, look at Twitch. That I could believe. But that's yet to be seen. I will be sticking to all, some of these topics in the future. But for right now, I'm just going to end it here because I got other things I need to handle. I'm sorry to keep it short. So I'll see you guys the next time. So I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye. Mwah. And have a nice day. Bang.